Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Right then, the red light is rolling, and I'm joined today by Simon Philp. That is not a typo on his surname. It is actually Philp. Um, it always feels a bit a bit strange calling you Philp, because every time I say it, I always think of Philip, um, which I'm sure you get quite regularly, Simon. So in true, in true NLP Master Prac style, so Simon and I met on our NLP Master Prac. Was it our Master Prac, or was it public speaking? Um, no, it was, it was the Master Prac, yeah, back master in, prac. I think it was it February, earlier this yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in true NLP style, we have not prepared because we just go for these things, right? And we just see what happens. And I think we're going to create a great podcast for listeners off the back of it. So without me chatting more shit, Simon, tell me, tell me a bit about you, mate. Tell me about or tell the listeners about you. Well, um, I think I'll clear up the 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 filth bit for starters because um, now um, there's not there's not that many filths or although I didn't think there was but actually as you search into it you can find some more um, but generally I still um, you know at the age of fifty three still have arguments um, about my surname you know when people insist it's Philip and not Philp um, you know <laughs> so it's a long going thing it's always that nervous thing when you get a certificate or any anything that comes through because you just think please spell the name right you know um, so so that that's the thing that I've um, I've I've kind of uh, with that for a while but um funny enough there's more philps in australia than there is in um in the uk so maybe we were a bit naughty back in the day and uh, <laughs> a lot of us went over there <laughs> yeah absolutely mate absolutely so with regards uh our our sort of journey and getting to meet each other what what took you on your nlp journey um yeah let's start with that actually because i okay. think i'll come out with that yeah tell me about your nlp journey how did you come across nlp and, okay um, talk me through that yeah okay so um i actually started on that um it, it kind of back to 2017 2018 and um and uh, i was just going on a real sort of um personal development journey um probably seeking looking for answers just trying to find out I suppose those life questions what's life all about and you know what what, what is it I'm doing where am I going why am I doing all this um and um I was running a, a former business at the time I went to a mastermind group and uh, I bumped into a mutual friend of ours who uh, happens to run NLP um, and I was just blown away, fascinated by just, it was just like a different sort of language. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is, it, it got me curious. Um, so then um, 2019, I did um, I did a starter session, just a day doing NLP, uh, really liked it, then did the, the practical week. Um, and it just... Um, yeah, it, it really was a catalyst for then going on and discovering more. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was probably like with, with yourself and that. It, it's um, 
I kind of, well, at that point, I'd got to sort of 48 years old and thought, why, why don't I know some of this stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah it's, a bit it was, of, it's a bit of an eye when you first come across it. And obviously, uh, so Bevis has been on the podcast before. Is this your first podcast, by the way, Simon? It is, yeah. It is, awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. I love that. I love that it was your first one. That's awesome. So Bevis uh, has been on the podcast. So listeners will, will have come across Bevis. And I don't know if your first impression of him was the same as mine, but I found he, he's just so relaxed and chilled. And like, I don't know, just it's not like any other bit like coach that I've ever come across. It's almost, I don't know. And then the language just kind of fries your brain a little bit. It's, it's just a really strange thing until you start to get to know Bevis and, and, then, and then sort of see the training behind, behind the person. Yeah, he did. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something to me just after the mastermind group. And I just thought, how how has he got that information about me just in this short space of time? And I also noticed how, uh, which I know now, but how um, he, he was very much present and was able to um, really listen to other people in the room he just picked up every single detail but that's part of being a good coach right listening so um but that that kind of, he, he just had a big impact on me right from the start and uh, and I thought right I'd, I'd um I'd like to know more about this stuff so um no got you mate and so so from a starting point are you able hmm. to tell what was because we'll, we'll talk in due course obviously about climb for clarity which is your yeah. your your current business that you're that you're running but you are you are a seasoned vet when it comes to running businesses. Uh, not, and I don't mean vet as in veterinary. I mean as in a veteran of running businesses. Is, is this your second or third business? I'm not sure. Um, the, uh, to be honest, I've got I've, I've actually since we last met, so I've got client for clarity, and then I've um, just started another one as well. So oh, really? we can talk about, but uh, oh, okay, slightly, cool. slightly different. But uh, just just to keep things. Um, just to keep things sort of uh, fresh and going but yeah so i started in business um it's actually 2011 um and it was something i'd left I, I, there's many points along the road where i could have started in business um but i've kind of just went back there's definitely lack of confidence um so um and confidence and limiting beliefs that i couldn't do these things um but i did learn a lot along the way uh, but there was many, to- and I can pinpoint them where I thought, where I should have started businesses, but didn't. Oh. Finally got to 2011, then I, um, that that's when I got into business. Um, and um, again, I was still drifting on a, on a, on a wave of um, circumstance and sort of, um, yeah, I was still drifting along, even though I was running a business, and it and, and it really was that that point where I mentioned before when I went to the mastermind group, got into a group of people who, it was just uh, it blew me away really, it was just very inspiring, and um, you, you know, and I kind of sort of thought, you know, this is how it should be, and it kind of gave me a kick actually. Yeah. Um. To 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 push on and from there the business started flying you know um and what was the business what was it you did Simon yeah so it was uh so we um it started off as a security company um doing cctv access control um a lot of it into educational uh premises um 
and some commercial and then we then developed into started doing fire um so uh fire alarms fire extinguishers um a lot of stuff around compliance so um fire risk assessments that type of thing which was a, that was a game changer um and um you know the business started to grow um it attracted um it, it attracted because it was growing it, it we i was able to sort of apply for grants to help you know continue growing the business which was really good um so it was a journey and i learned you know i was just continually learning which was the which was actually the thing um there's no big secret here but i wasn't um that keen on the actual business that that or the, what i was delivering in terms of the business but I was really keen because on the actual running the business side of it, because it was all helping me develop um, mm -hmm. and learn. So, yeah, yeah, got you. So, tell me about. So, how long did you run? So, you were doing security, fire extinguisher servicing, fire risk assessment, that kind of stuff. So, fire and security business. What size did it get to? How many people? What sort of turnover um, yeah. before you moved on to what you're doing now? Yeah, so um, we we've got. I mean, yeah, there was eight. Uh, there was eight employees um, at, at the time uh, when I left. Um, I mean, in the summer we'd probably employ up to about twenty people um, at its max um, because we used to do a lot of work in the schools. So uh, school holidays were always busy, so there'd be a lot of projects on. So you bring everyone together then. So it's you know the summer was a logistic um you know and um so there was a lot going on there uh so a lot of people from outside um wouldn't have been able to do it if i hadn't had like because i had a business mentor who's helping as well um mm -hmm. on the outside which is like a real you know really really needed that to help sort of keep keep on track um and yeah money wise um on the last quarter that I was doing, well, yeah, the last quarter we'd uh, smashed through the one million turnover mark on that for for, for the um, one million for the year. So um, we was going all right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, got you. So, and that's largely selling. I, I know you would have done bits of extinguishers and stuff like that, but it was largely selling labour, right, and and servicing and and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was. Um, yeah, so it's labour, labour and parts, um, and then, um, but then a lot of it was um, service agreements. Uh, yes. So the service agreements are good because they were. So it was the like a nice mix of having recurring revenue on service agreements. So you could always actually project and budget forward uh, what was coming up because um, you kind of knew because you've got recurring revenue. Um, and then we also then had the the projects that you never knew what projects were going to come in but mm -hmm. there was always projects did come in because we we was looking after um, nearly 60 schools in the end so um the cycle of money in schools is normally they'd spend school would spend money on fire and security then the next year they'll spend it on the roof and so on and so forth so when you had when you've got 60 schools, you know that in a cycle it's going to come round that they'll end up spending some money on fire and security. So, yeah, yeah so it was nice. So you kind of always knew it would come in. That makes sense. And then, so you're also a motivational mapper as well, aren't you, Simon? So I am, yeah. So I did that. Um, I did that. That was 20, actually the start of 2020. 
20 i did that the yeah, very just, start. just pre-covid yeah it was just before covid yeah okay yeah. cool so one of the things that i found quite interesting with you as a business owner when so for the benefit of the listener simon and i obviously we did our nlp master practice together and since then we've had uh, sort of a number of catch-ups and bits and pieces we now sit on a mastermind group together as well don't we um yeah. which i missed this week which i was really disappointed with we also had a really great meeting around Barnwell Country Park as well. And I remember when we were walking around there, we were talking a bit about your motivators. So money for as a business owner is sort of it, like the, your builder profile from a map point of view is relatively low, isn't it? It is, yeah. Right. Um, low, low, low builder. And um, considering I'd sort of spent all those years as a technician, actually low, low expert as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is interesting, isn't it? Because you were working in you were working in a business, or you owned a business, part owned a business, which you weren't wasn't particularly motivating for you. Um, no, but the, the the motivating part was is when the business was starting to grow. Um, mm-hmm. What was happening was that the motivator it was um, sort of appealing to was that searcher within me, uh, the yeah. the person who's looking for that that more. You know what what. It's just that constantly trying to learn and develop and and, and grow. Um, but it took me a, um, it's just took me a long time to kind of work work it out, you know. Yeah, got you. When, when was the last time you did a map on yourself, Sam? Uh, the last time um, I did one this year. Have you? And what, yeah, I did what, one what, this year. What's your profile like? Um, hi, I've got searcher. I think I can't remember what the second one. So I've got Searcher Spirit was in there. That was the third one. Yeah, remember what the second one was? Um, I bet you're all blue, aren't you? I bet you're all blue. No, there was one. There was one other, but um, Expert and and Builder are still still quite low. Yeah. Yeah. So for the interest of those that aren't mappers that are listening, so a Searcher profile for you, meaning purpose that that kind of thing is what what sort of pushes you on what and and this is a very mappy type question what what does meaning having meaning and purpose in your work what does that mean for you simon um well it's this um it's the thing of i i know exactly because it's why um it's why i all struggled at school because it was like well why are we doing this you know it's like algebra why are we doing it you know all these things what's the purpose of it you know um and that's the thing so if i can't see the reason behind why i'm doing what i'm doing then it has it then has no meaning to me so you know it's got it's got to have a i suppose a good word is a cause you know what's the cause behind it you know yeah yeah for what so what what's what's the what's the purpose cool and then and then a spirit is around having that freedom and autonomy isn't it which does link for me that's a big one. Um, tell me, oh, tell yeah. me what that means for you. What what does that look like when you're feeling motivated? Um, well, sp- spirit for me is um, which which is why why the hell didn't I start my business early? You know, to have have some different choices and that. You know, it's um, it's it's um, and and possibly why I sort of you, you know always got bogged down. You, you know, because it was just that it's. Um, it's, it's kind of like claustrophobic being sort of held in and pinned down to not being able to kind of do do what you want to do. Um, and I, I think I got so conditioned to it in the end that even when I was running the business, so you think, oh, you're running the business, got all that going. But then um, I wasn't allowing myself enough 
time I wasn't appealing or doing enough for the spirit and mm -hmm. um, giving myself enough freedom back then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, things are a lot different now. And um, yeah, I just know that that I, I just can't, I know now I can't deviate away from that, that spirit uh, to not have, to not have the choice um, to do what I want to do um, is, to be honest, is um, it, it's sort of like well, I say is unacceptable. Really, I can't can't kind of go along that path anymore. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And those those listeners who are listening, I suppose, from a motivational map point of view, we're using a bit of lingo, I suppose, without really fully explaining explaining it, but. Those that have listened for some period of time will have heard me talk about maps previously and obviously the importance of measuring motivation so that we understand the way we're wired up, right, and what our preferences are. Because essentially what a motivational map will do is give people an understanding of what their preferences are around work and around motivating themselves. And search, like we said, is about meaning and purpose and the why and understanding what, what the cause is. Um, and spirit again is around freedom and autonomy so if you're listening to that and you resonate with what Simon says if you've if you work in a job and you felt really trapped that is you know that's a, a potential sign of being a spirit and that's quite tricky when you're in an employed role to find that freedom and autonomy isn't it it, it would be a challenge and then when we we're talking about builder builder profile is the, the profile which relates to money material wealth and satisfaction from 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 those things when people are really motivated by having a nice car um wearing wearing designer clothes those kinds of things and it might manifest itself in other ways and the same with the expert because actually around when it comes to fire and security and those kinds of things and similar to what we do at flagship around consultancy for safety and, and transport and those kinds of things and training that's a quite a high it lends itself to expert because it's about having that knowledge isn't it and having you know being being motivated by having that knowledge as well so it's it's a really interesting thing what have you i suppose the next question for me before we go on to nlp master pack and stuff like that from a from a motivational map point of view what what's the benefits been for you of like sort of understanding what maps are and how that works I think I think for me personally, it's just kind of um, clarifying what you kind of always sort of know deep down. In a sense, it kind of just confirms it to you, and and then you kind of just think, oh, no wonder things have been out of balance, you know. And you just think, well, this is how I, I should be. I, I mean, in one way, I was slightly disappointed by having a low expert because I've always, you know, when it comes to being a technician, you know, you get things right, you solve problems, and all that, but then. I think when you get to that point of being, um, I suppose you've done it a long time, you're unconsciously competent in it. So actually an expert, you kind of do that bit with your eyes closed in a sense. But it goes back to what you were saying there before. So if you are an expert, so someone who's um, sort of highly trained and very skilled, and then you're in a business and um, a person above you is micromanaging you and telling you how to do your job, then obviously, again, that's another thing why you would wonder why you, you get annoyed when someone's telling you what to do. Absolutely. And the, uh, the value of it for line managers and leaders is great, isn't it? Because it can help you, it can help a leader and manager really understand the person that they're working with and how how best to manage them as well. Because like you're saying, I don't think many people like micromanaging anyway, but at the same time, it does help 
it helps you uncover the things that are going to motivate. A really good example is that I had I had a team member who was appearing quite low on motivation or on energy around work, and we found out that they were a high spirit, really, really okay. high spirit, but we're selling their time. So us is all about diary management, making sure that they're in the right place at the right time, that they're productive, which means that we're selling the most amount of time that we can, et cetera, et cetera. And um, that diary is largely managed by one of our, our team members, right, and not the individual themselves. And that was a real telling time for me when I, because I, I that as a spirit as well, who's got some spirit in me, I recognised that my I wasn't managing that team member effectively. I needed okay. to empower back some of that diary management, and yeah. and we had to talk, kind of work together to kind of overcome that. And that was quite a really sort of powerful way. Do you use mapping much now, Simon? Um. I I haven't um, I haven't used it because I never well, I did use it at the uh, previous business but um, and I'm starting to talk to have conversations about it now uh, with the, the stuff that I'm doing right now so because I can see where there is value value with it um, yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah definitely um, I did speak to Bevis about it yesterday actually so um, just sort of okay. looking at getting that into certain businesses so definitely. Brilliant. Brilliant, mate. Okay, so tell me, so we've, we've sort of got us up to, when did you leave the fire and security business? How long ago was that now? Yeah, so come out of that, that was Jan, exited in uh, end of Jan this year. Um, yeah. And then... We're talking more recent now, and then straight on to NLP. Yeah, Mark, yeah so, so... Bring us up to date, mate. Tell us tell us what's been going on. Yeah, so obviously uh, that, that was Jan. Um, had a little bit of time in between. I did... Um, did the master prac course um um then went off me travels went to australia went to tasmania um did some hiking around there my oldest son lives out there so i went to see him so had a really nice time did a lot of um did a lot of exploring which was really cool um you know to, to me obviously the um for, for the spirit obviously <laughs> i was uh very motivated and just have that you know, to, to have a sort of um, an extended break to kind of, well, kind of do what I want to do was was great. Um, they also give me time to kind of reflect um, on the next chapter, what it is that I really wanted to do. Um, and just to be kind of sure on that, um, there was some, um, you, you know, you don't just walk away from um, doing something for over 30 three 34 years and it not sort of kind of pull you pull you back a little bit so it was just to kind of um get some clarity for myself there um and and just to get to a point where i'd um yeah it was i needed clarity that was it and that that breakaway kind of did it for me uh came back um then i met up with you on the uh we did the timeline timeline therapy then didn't we yeah, we did timeline therapy. Yeah. Timeline therapy, which was good as well. That that was yeah, that was really good. Um, and then uh, from there, that's when I set up the um, set up the new business. Um, and I've continued doing. Um, oh yeah, I've got some yeah because since I met you last, so when I um, I was doing some uh, stuff for the Help to Grow scheme. Um, okay, yeah, I remember is, you telling me about yeah, that mentoring other business owners. 
Yeah, that's it. And um, so I'd applied. It, it was, I think it was actually um, back at the start of this year, and I'd applied for a grant, just a, a, for like a funding grant for an ILM five course, which is like a foundational degree in mentoring and coaching. And um, literally out of the blue, uh, was that's about eight weeks ago now. That that kind of come through. So, which I wasn't expecting. Um, so, and as you know, I'm not, I'm not the, um, I'm not the best on admin. Admin's one of my weaker points. So, um, so I've got some five thousand word dissertations to um, wow. get through. Um, but do you know what? I'm really the the thing is, is that because I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying the reading and the studying, all these books to read and that I'm actually enjoying it. So it's not as bad as i originally thought it would be um, yeah so that's really cool so i've got that going on as well um yeah. uh so that's good um good. yeah climb for your yeah, climb for clarity um that's um that's been going so i, I open up around june time um so that's uh, still in its infancy early stages I, c- I can talk a bit about that as well and then um, uh, me and uh, a friend of mine have um, we've just started a like a very specific uh, business around um, putting access control into educational premises. Um, oh, and it's actually called the the business is called Access Control for Education. So there you go. So it's, it's like it's like the perfect business in terms of well, what does it do and who does it sell to? You know, so yeah. it's one of them as well. So got a few things. Um, Sounds like you on. you got your fingers in some pies, Simon. So I have, yeah. But I've got to be careful. Do you remember the generation game when they used to spin the plates and all that? So yeah. I've got to be careful I'm not spinning too many of them. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, so access control for schools is new for me, right? It is new to me. So tell me a bit more about that. How did you come across your business partner and and and, and what, what's the story behind that? Yeah, so, um, so a friend of mine um, who was I was just doing some work for him in the summer just to keep sort of tick, ticking over um yeah. so we was doing basically that's exactly what we was doing all through the summer um and um and I was going back to some old contacts and that from the past and uh and it was kind of it, it was kind of nice because um even though I was running a business before it was kind of nice actually putting in invoices that were just for me um, yeah. so it was a kind of experience this is all mine this is all, all mine, mine. <laughs> you know, which is quite odd for someone who's not motivated by money, but it wasn't that. It was just the fact that it was for me. Um, so that was really cool. So we, what we did is, uh, it's a good friend of mine, and um, and um, I, I wanted to make sure that everything would be right um, and not not going to sort of a business partnership with someone to, you know, because like basically. So our actual thing was because uh, there's dangers of going into business with wrong people. So. Our main thing was the top priority of the business was is that we wouldn't fall out with each other. So that was that was priority number one. And then we worked the business down from that of all the other things we'd like to achieve with it. So yeah. Well, good for you, mate. Good for you. And the, the most the, the the biggest thing I've made you I've made you wait to talk about it. I don't know why, because I've kept asking questions about the other security and fire related stuff. But tell me about Climb for Clarity, because that yes. is a really exciting. It's a really exciting business that you've 
created off the back of doing your NLP practitioner a couple yep. of years ago and then your master practitioner now. Yeah. So tell me tell me a bit more about that. And I think the listeners are going to be really excited by it because I know I know I am. I'm looking forward to hearing about what you've got planned. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're proud to sponsor a half dozen things podcast. Flagship Partners help their clients become safer, greener and greater through a range of consultancy and training services. We offer audits through to risk assessments, contracts through to support with managing your culture, all the way from mandatory training through to management training as well. So if you need any support, please do get in touch with Flagship Partners today. Yeah, so client client for clarity is the big one. This is this is um, this is plan this is plan A definitely. Um, yes. So um, there's there's two parts to it. Basically, this this is about. Um, so I've I've always had a passion for hiking. I love hiking and I love getting out and about in nature and having a walk. Um, but what I do know is is that it's always a catalyst for having a good perspective on things. It helps you. Um, Gives you a little reset, helps you recharge, um, helps you solve problems just just by you know getting out there and going for a walk. Um, so I thought, well, you know, um, you can you can sort of coach and mentor people and do it in their office, but sometimes you know you just need to. Everyone just needs to sort of get out. Let's get out and get into a different environment, um, and then just start asking. Then to start asking some of those questions and which normally helps to um, provide that catalyst for people then to open up and say what's actually really on their mind as opposed to, you know, uh, the surface stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a really cool way of combining the, 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 the two things. Um, and also um, off the back of that is uh, what I call Clarity Mountain Days. So that's about um, getting people out into the hills um, of Wales um, uh, we'll develop this into the Lake District as well. Uh, so it's just about taking business owners, senior leaders out into the hills, um, take them on, take them on a hike, um, extend. Ex, you, we'll try and extend people as far as they can go without getting too, you know, uh, within competence levels of fitness and that. And um, and hopefully see if we can get people to achieve maybe something they didn't think they could at the start of the day. Um, and um that ultimately to be the, the place i'd really like to get to and um, what where where the, the the main goal at the end of this is is to get to a point of a retreat yeah so actually running a retreat where we can do some coaching uh, yep. so we can do some indoor coaching with people some outdoor coaching um and then add in the walking um and, and really, the idea would be really to, number one, give people clarity, but also to get people outside of their comfort zone. So I'm thinking of some um, some wild swimming, um, wow. thinking of some gorge scrambling, um, and also just then adding some more like stuff like some yoga as well, yes. just so that you've got that nice mix so someone can spend like four days there and not only is it a retreat in terms of you you know they've actually kind of had that coaching as well um and and really again i mean it's called climb for clarity the idea is 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 if people can come away and got that clarity at the end of those four days would be um would be a real win that sounds sounds absolutely amazing 
So my first question is, what the yeah. fuck is gorge scrambling, mate? Gorge scrambling, right? So gorge scrambling <laughs> basically is is um, so so basically you go up a, a hill or a mountain and um, you just jump. So you will just go down um where where there's like a stream going down so you follow the stream down basically you jump into the pools uh and just follow it all the way down so it's called like gorge scrambling so there's a bit of the rocks as well as jumping into pools um you only normally do it for about sort of um you you, you'll have a suit on when you do that just to try and keep you warm but you'll only do it for about sort of 30 40 minutes because um it'll get bloody cold so um but it's good for it's a real way absolutely amazing it's it's a real way of um putting taking people outside their comfort zone you know that sounds Um, absolutely you know because the thing is if you think you're 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 stood at the top of um you stood there on a rock you're looking down into a pool and at that point you don't necessarily you're relying on someone else saying it's okay if you jump in there you know it's you know it's going to be cold but you don't know how deep it is you're just relying on someone that it's going to be okay if you jump in there uh but then once you've get over overcome that first one then you're just going to keep doing that all the way down the hill so awesome mate that's that's absolutely awesome sorry i've i've just stuck my heater on cuz i'm out i'm out in what we call the snug which oh, is okay, my home cool. office and uh yeah i've had to stick the electric heater on cuz it's getting a bit nippy in here Hopefully you can't hear the the electric heater too much. No, I can't. I can't hear it. Um, the the one thing I was going to say is where quite a few people have said to me about, um, um, you know, oh, what about what about your business take? Why will people want to come out with you when it's raining or when it's cold? You know, um, which again, there's a limiting belief around that, right? Straight away. So the idea. So when you're out walking, the idea is is that if you're so cognitively, your mind, when you walk, is just thinking about putting one foot in front of the other, okay? So whether you're outside and it's a nice day and the sun's shining on you or whether it's cold and it's raining, what are you thinking about? You're thinking about, oh, it's a lovely day, the sun's shining, I feel warm, um, or it's bloody freezing, I need to wrap up. The... You're thinking about everything other than the problem that you've just left at the office. So it's still – it works either way. Um, so – it's that thing. Get outside for a walk. Mate, I love it. I literally, I literally got home. I got home just before we came on the call and I had about 20 minutes and I just went, I just went for a walk. I needed to get some vitamin D in me. It was, sun was shining. And by the time I'm done with this call and my next call, it's going to be pitch black again because it's this time of year, right? So, so we, uh, we've got an advantage, If we we've got that advantage, if as long as we don't wear a hat, you see the vitamin D just yeah straight in the top, isn't it? <laughs> straight in, straight in, straight in the solar panel. That's it. Straight in the solar panel, um, mate. I love the sound of climb for clarity. So, and it's not, you know, with people listening, it it's not like that straightforward either, is it? Because you've had to do some qualifications and stuff, haven't you, to be able to go to and get a license isn't that right to be able to go hiking no so well there's a couple of things there so um so i've done my um outdoor first aid course so i've done that yeah. i did two days um that was up in the peak district last week um yeah. which is you know literally rolling around in a in a field in the pissing rain um yeah. and um doing all that so that was really cool again i've never done anything like that before so that was cool yeah um so I did that, but the when we do the Clarity Mountain Days, the hiking, I actually go out with the mountain leader for that. 
um, as part of his business. But that is something also that um, I'm working towards as well, being a, a, a mountain leader. But with this ILM course, obviously, again, that's a plate that I'm just going to have to um, not be spinning right now. But um, it's still it's Mate. on the list. You can only do only do one thing at a time. And these exactly. um, these clarity retreats, mate, sound wicked. Like sign me up to the first one, right? Because I'll be well up for a bit of gorge scrambling and what have you. I must say, I don't own a pair of hiking boots. I'd probably wear some tatty old trainers. Is that the wrong thing? Do you have to uh, have yeah, hiking pro- boots? Probably, yeah. I don't think the mountain leader would be very happy with that, to be honest. But no, you I need really, a decent... You've got to get proper hiking boots. No, you don't need hiking... Uh, to be honest, if the, the retreats would definitely be more summer. But then we're talking Wales and the Lake District. So there's the, the reason there's lakes there is because it rains a lot. So the, yeah. the chances of the, yeah, the... The weather's more of a luck thing, you know, so... Um, but a decent pair of, um, you know, uh, walking shoes is uh, probably good enough. Um, okay. Depends how, you know, how how challenging people want to go with it, you know. So, um, so I was thinking of putting some abseiling in there as well. That would be cool as well, wouldn't it? Abseiling would be cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's Man. no end to what we what we can do with it, really. So, um, yeah. yeah. That, it's, 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 I'm getting excited talking about it, you know, because it's just like there's just so many different things you can add into it. It's doing it without sort of trying to do everything, you know. Yeah, of course. No, I think it, it. I think it sounds really good, and the premise of it is great because I don't know about you, but I always feel. Well, I guess you feel the same way, right? But I don't know if listeners feel the same. But when I've when I've got out and got some fresh air, I just feel so revitalized often, and I think I think we suck. Sometimes we overlook the value of that. 20 minutes is normally all it takes. Go out for 20 minutes. Um, you know, um, it, it's just the thing. You, you're sort of um, using all the senses, aren't you? You know, you can um, you, you hear, the, hear the... I mean, you know, like in, um, in COVID when people went, oh, I can hear the birds. No, the birds have always been there and they'll always will be there. It's just you've just not been going outside enough, you know, so they're there you know um the sounds and everything that you know and the sights are always there nature carries on so um but it's good it's actually funny when i spoke to um, a friend of ours paul ward about uh, something similar and he was sort of saying you know um if he goes on a walk with someone that you know um after 20 minutes you start to feel good about yourself and then when you get to sort of like the hour mark then everything else then starts to come out people start to talk about their relationships at home their family their children what's bothering them at the office and all that so you know it really does work yeah and i think uh, I, I think i think you're absolutely right and i i think i you you've sort of inspired me to want to actually go for a longer walk so it's not often i'll walk further than an hour but i think you you are right it is that point where you kind of get past this one foot in front of the other and letting go of stuff, which enables you to get some, get some clarity. And it's like sometimes, and I've definitely been out and done this before when I was training for the marathon, I'd go out like jogging, go out running and that kind of stuff. And like, I'd have issues which were like mulling around in my head and I'd get right stuck on them. And then I'd always be amazed at the value of just going for like a jog or a run or something where, you know, you just that it's so repetitive and you're just thinking about, like you say, put one foot in front of the other. And then it just creates this clearness of thought. And I just like, why couldn't I think of that side of the desk? 
and I'll often find myself, I'm getting my phone out and like I'll be out running and I'll be getting my phone out, like making notes because I'm scared I'm going to forget the, the yeah. thought. You, that the, that's that's the weird thing because if you don't make a note of it, you will forget. And that's that's yeah. when you know it's subconscious because it's, it's in there and it's it, – basically it's coming out it's trying to tell you and that's the i normally just talking to my phone just because i have to make a note of it you know so yeah. um you know a, a good thing that's quite inspiring is just having strava so if you've got the strava app on your phone um you just if you just log your walk um and if you've got a few people on there join a group then people give you a thumbs up uh, for your walk and it kind of just inspires you every day to to yeah. to to, to to go out and they'll give you targets on there as well to do so many k in a month so that's that's cool so what's your so tell me about your what sort of goals what sort of targets have you got around your 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 hiking and that kind of stuff how often do you get out and about um i go out every day uh so i normally i well every day and i normally do seven i'll probably do like seven k um just even just if the weather shit no doesn't care matter. doesn't matter. coat on out you go yeah, so that doesn't matter. So last, um, so last week when when I went to the Peak District to do the um, first aid course, I stopped up there one more day. So the Wednesday I could go for a walk, um, and I went out then. I did um, I did like fifteen k then, and it was absolutely pissing down the rain. Uh, nearly got blown off the top of one of the hills. Um, it was absolutely great fun. It actually, stopped raining when I got back to the car. Funny enough, but. Um, um, but were yeah. you go on your own, Simon? Will you go on your own? Um, yeah, I, I'm quite. I'm quite happy to to go on my own. You know, there's there's enough there. Um, yeah. And do you listen to music or do you just like no? No. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it with sounds because the sounds are all out there. Yeah. To be honest, I kind of I, I I I did at one point think oh it's a good you know it's a good sort of opportunity to get out there and put a podcast on or whatever else but actually you're you're you're, you're not detaching enough if you do that in in my opinion I just think yeah just get out there soak all the benefits in of it you know but twenty minutes look twenty minutes is enough but mm-hmm. I do an hour every day um, so um, and that does me good for just over seven k so I can whiz around and do that. Um, but yeah, if I can have a day out, um, which I'll, I'll make sure I do at least once a month, um, at the very least. So, yeah. um, I'm going to Wales tomorrow, so, um, no doubt it will be pissing. Do you have like, do you have regular routes you take? I do. If it's local to me, there's certain places I can go. Uh, but when I, if I go further afield, if I drive and go somewhere, then it'll always, I try and do places where I haven't been before, which has been great this year, having, had different sort of choices in life now um i've been sort of exploring lots of different places which is cool so i've got some um i've got some days booked next year for scotland to get into some bigger ones and um i was 2020 i was going to do um kilimanjaro but um obviously covid uh, got in the way of that um but i am exploring and very close to um next september looking at uh hiking to every space camp so that's my challenge for for next year excellent and what so i hear people talk about everest base camp i'm guessing that's not the peak of everest no 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 so every i think every space camp you're probably around about the um 
think you're four, four and a half thousand meters up. So it's quite high up. Um, on the tour there, you can do some 5,000 peaks and maybe a 6,000 peak, but no, you're not going. I think, I think to go up Everest, it's going to set you back about 60k to do that. Wow, um, really? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, because you have to, you go up with all the Sherpas and, um, all, you know, it, it's, it's a logistical thing to get to get up there and look not everyone's going to be able to do that so um yeah, financially, yeah that big financial physically. commitment then big financial commitment it yeah. is to that yeah i mean every space camp you can do that for probably three and a half thousand so that's still some commitment isn't it um yeah but if it's what you love doing then yeah, you know, yeah no, 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 the thing yeah. is um everest every space camp all the maldives every space camp every time for me so really all day long maybe maybe we differ a little there because i reckon it's definitely the maldives for me yeah there, <laughs> there you go <laughs> I, each to their own though mate exactly we come into scotland or wales with you mate to be fair yeah well let's do it then come, yeah, come yeah. on the next um come on the next clarity mountain day then i need to i need to buy some i need to buy some hiking boots mate i definitely yeah, don't get, have some, a pair of those. get some decent 150 quid get some decent boots um uh you see um but uh they'll last they'll last you so yeah okay cool and see, the um, thing is you'd spend you'd spend you'd spend that on a on maybe a jacket or something else wouldn't you but you know yeah. it's um and 150 quid cheap for walking boots. Is it? Where would you where would you go shopping for walking boots then, Simon? To be honest, just um I, I know the ones that I like, so I'll just get them online if I needed them. So yeah, right, okay. Well, send me some links, mate, and I'll have a little bit of a look. Look at this, right on time. Maggie's bringing me some coffee. Oh, look at that, eh? I think I think she's only bringing it because she secretly wants to get. Oh no, you thought you're getting something out from in here. No, she um she's started doing all the Christmas shopping and everything, so they're oh, like already hide them hide them away where people can't see the camera. So uh, yeah, Mags will often interrupt the podcast. Now the dogs don't want to get out. We're actually recording the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you need a sign. I need a sign saying sorry. recording in progress. Sorry. That's it on air. Can you hear her saying sorry? <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, that'll be interesting for the listeners checking in on that. So, um, mate, I'm really excited by Climb for Clarity as a business. I think it's gonna. I think it's really gonna take off, and I'm pleased that you're getting to sort of talk about it on the podcast as well. What's your? I guess like what's your what's your sort of goal for it? If that makes sense, like have you got something that you wanna? You know, have you have you have you got like a goal for it or anything like that? What's the vision? The, the vision is really is is again, it's um, it, it's really to help. You, you know, look, it's about helping people, um, uh, people who are in business, because um, we've got this thing. You hear this like work life balance, or if you want to change it to life work balance, what why? Why does it necessarily what why compromise on that balance? But look, at the end of the day, if you're running a business, um, you know, how many people do we come across who sort of go to burnout and they they are there is that imbalance, they're doing they're spending so much time on the business, you know, and possibly for the wrong reasons, um, you know, because it becomes maybe a habit or whatever else. So it's just to have the outlet for people to be able to um you, you know, uh, do something different. Uh, something for themselves because someone asked me about um 
like you know having demands um, a demanding job you know well we all have you know you can have a demanding job you can have demanding family you know um but the thing is is what about our own demands do we not think about that you know that we often put ourselves last don't we you know um or we can do so it's just really having that thing for someone to do something for themselves you know uh to put them into a better space and if after they've been out or even if i just interact with someone and then they just spend that they go out every day for 20 minutes to do the walk then you know and it makes them feel better about everything else you know i mean my my wife benefits just as much from me going out walking you know because i'm in the right frame you know i'm present when i'm at home so you know that's really what i'm trying to get to and i think i I think i think that's really really valuable and the, the reason i think it's valuable is based on based on the NLP training that we've both done, and some of the listeners will have done NLP training, some of them might have done. But it's about getting that perspective on stuff, getting that getting that time away from whatever your challenge is. Like, Because people will be listening going, yeah, but what's the point in running away from my issues? And the thing is, is, is you're not, you're not running away. We, we recognize that they're still going to be there, but actually a lot of the impact of a problem on you is the perspective or the frame in which you look at it. And by, by getting out and getting a different perspective on it, it does change the problem. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I, I, I call it more, I would say it's more walking towards a solution. You know, you know, we, we look at that away, away from towards and all that, Well, you know, look, um, if, if anyhow you can you see the word aren't problems you know problems are magnified when you you sort of bottle them up and hold on to them don't you you know so it's mm-hmm. just that thing sometimes it's just being able to just say it out loud you know so even if you don't go on a walk with someone else look i mean i'm just i'm promoting walking you know the thing is this could be fishing golf mm-hmm. course you know if they're all those things that help you just to get um you know, into that place, a different environment to, you know, get thinking. Um, it all kind of does the same thing. The, the the beauty of obviously you walking and hiking is obviously you've got the physical aspect to it as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So what's uh, what's next for Simon then? So you're doing the ILM level five now. Yeah. What's it called? Coaching and mentoring? Yes, it's coaching, coaching and mentoring level five. So um, we get through that. That's uh hat and gown um at the end Isn't of that it? yeah it's all it's all you know um check you out mate you'll have to send me some pictures there you go i didn't think make sure you had your hi- hiking boots on though with your, with hiking. your yeah gown. that'd be different yeah that'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that i think that comes uh that sort of be around about march next year um so uh f- for that side of things still doing the volunteering on the um help to grow scheme so uh, that that's going which is really helping me to um, understand different businesses their owners their challenges which has been good um, and really yeah just just um, push on with the plans for kind for clarity really you know so fantastic mate fantastic and what sort of you know what's the ideal if people are listening and they're going oh I'm not sure if this is for me or not what's what what sort of ideal person are you looking to speak to about it? 
Um, so look, if, if he's just coming out for a walk um, and um, yeah, so if he's just coming out for, for a walk and, and um, you just, just want some coaching, then to be honest, that's anyone. I, I've not gone down the route of, um, you, you know, uh, being specific of uh, uh, women from 30 to 55 in, you know, yeah. and all the rest of it. So really, this is just for um, basically there's, there's an element of life coaching because um, when it comes to business and people are they're separate they're two compartments aren't they you know business the way i see businesses is just a set of problems that need to be overcome and solved you know Mm -hmm. people's people so uh but ideally business owners senior leaders um and 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 people who just want to make a change whether that be in career um or just to get a different perspective on yeah life or even if there's someone there who's um looking to start a business and just not sure you know um basically has got them limiting beliefs about not taking that jump really um yeah. and then the same clarity mountain days yeah that again um business owners uh, they want to have a bit of time for themselves to get out there and um get out in the hills and and have a walk with some look with some like-minded people you know um yeah. it's, it's not so they're going to be group activities where you're going to get lots of people yeah, well, to hopefully the idea is that. to get, yeah, to, to, to try and get some, it, it's really to, in a sense, um, it was something that come up on my um, um, NLP sort of personal breakthrough, just about having like um, a sort of, so creating like a community, you know, so where people can, you know, have that outlet that, you know, once a month they can book it in the diary that, you know, they're going out into the hills for a, for a walk and just having a bit of, me time but if you're there with other people who've sort of made that same decision you've, you've got that group of like-minded people who again you get an hour into the walk and they start talking about family and all those other things so I think it's just a real cool place to you know to to get people to yeah I think that sounds sounds absolutely awesome mate to be fair sounds really really cool and I'm I'm definitely up for trying uh one of these days with with a group of others I think that'll be really really cool maybe really, we could really do cool. a live we could do a live podcast maybe from the top mate, of the hill or something that'd be cool you know, I don't know how we're going to block the wind out blocking the wind and the rain out it's going to be like <gasps> we could we could make that a fair weather one we could do a fair weather one for that yeah yeah I reckon yeah, I reckon that's probably probably safer, mate. So um, tell me then, so I guess sort of final question, Simon. Yeah. What, what's been the biggest benefit for you out of the personal development journey you've been on, the one-to-one coaching, the NLP master prac? You know, what, what's sort of been, what's been your, your sort of biggest thing for you? Um, well, some of the biggest things, I mean, I'm still, I still avidly read books, you know, it's just like, I think I just go through books trying to, you know, there's going to be one here is going to have that certain paragraph in there. That's just going to be that life changer. And, and there's loads of them, isn't there? You know, you read them and you think, wow, look at, you know, so um, I always keep reading books. Um, I try and diversify it a little bit more now, just read different things. Um, but I suppose the biggest takeaway is to kind of just find that, um, where you kind of work out who you are. 
um, if, if that may, you, you know, you just find. And as I say, look, it's taken me. I, I, okay, so the biggest takeaway is it's taken me such a long time to kind of get to that point where I can finally say, yeah, I know who I am. I'm comfortable yeah. being me. I'm happy to be vulnerable. Happy to be emotional when I when I need to be um, around people, especially in our community. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think more powerfully is is that I've been able to kind of pass some of this down to like my boys, you know. And I because I just think flipping it because the earlier you can know about this stuff, you know, the 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 better your life will will be, you know. Because otherwise you kind of, as I say, drift along on a wave of circumstance and kind of you just drift from one thing to the next but when you finally know who you are um then basically you know like you're you're in a better place in life it's a a powerful place to be isn't it where the world's like your oyster because you can approach life without the limiting beliefs without the doubt without the fear without you know sort of with this level of freedom the enables you to do whatever you want to do because there's going to be nothing holding you back and that's that's a pretty exciting prospect i think it's just living 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 true to who who you who you are yeah you know and then yeah. what what you choose to do with that information obviously is yours yours to do if you you know um and and each their own but the one thing we know about nlp is is that we learn to respect other people's view of the world um and um you know we respect each other and realize that realize that we're individuals we're not we're not the um we don't have to have that live that model of what our parents had um taught us because what worked for a generation before doesn't necessarily work now and won't work for our children so just that it's just the ever-evolving journey uh, but once yeah. you know who you are, you can just continue to continue to grow. So true, mate. So true. Mate, if people have been a bit inspired by what you're saying and they're interested in uh, Climb for Clarity and getting in touch, what's the best way to get in touch with you, Simon? Oh, uh, well, you, you know, um, since all this, I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram now, Pete. So, uh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Love um, it, yes. Simon Filt1445 on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm on, um, yeah, so Climb for Clarity. The website's near, so I've got, the, I'm going to send this to you, actually. I've got a first draft of the website, so I'm awesome. looking for some feedback on that, so that'd be awesome. cool. So the climbforclarity.com website will be up soon, should be up this year. Um, and then I'm on uh, Simon Philp, uh, P-H-I-L-P, on LinkedIn. So I'm on there as well. Catch me on there. Awesome, mate. Awesome, mate. And like I say, if, you, if you're interested, Simon's a great coach. I really do recommend getting in touch with him, connect with him on LinkedIn um, and get in touch about, about those clarity days because it's going to be, that's going to be really, really awesome. And I've not come across anyone else offering anything similar. So um, really, really interested by that. And I think, uh, I think the listeners will be too, Simon. So I really appreciate it, mate. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No, much appreciated. It's been really good. And nice to catch up with you again. So It has been great yeah. to catch up as well, hasn't yeah. it? It's, it's kind of strange, like catching up, and having a podcast at the same yeah, time, cool. which is pretty cool, mate. Pretty cool. Uh, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to uh, press the big red button to end the recording, um, but really appreciate it. I hope the listeners have really enjoyed meeting Simon. And um, yeah, if you're interested in NLP, if you're interested in uh, getting support, getting some clarity around your objectives, have a chat with Simon, have a chat with me. You know, you're welcome to, to come and get involved. It's an amazing community, isn't it, mate? 
That's the one. Yes, yeah, uh, life changing, life changing. Absolutely, mate. Right, good to see you, mate. You take care. Catch you soon. Catch you later. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. I really hope you loved today's episode, and if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners, and we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.